Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. This last week I was looking at a beautiful creamy orange vertebra from a bottlenose dolphin that was found in the Brown Bank area of the North Sea. So I thought we would go there today. Now we need to be cautious because it's one of the busiest seaways in the world. And the North Sea is a big place and it borders the United Kingdom, Denmark, Norway, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium and France. But the chosen route, because the area, the little section of the North Sea that we want to go to, which is the both a busy area and one of the deepest sections of the North Sea, is Brown Bank. So close your eyes and fly with me to the UK. We'll fly into London and then go north to Norwich and then a little bit east out to the coast and get a boat and head through the waters towards the Netherlands and about at the three-quarter mark, we're gonna stop and, uh, or we can fly there, fly into the Netherlands and fly into Amsterdam again, head out to the coast and head a little bit west to Brown Bank, which is a section of the North Sea, a nice deep section where we find beautifully preserved Miocene and Pleistocene bottlenose dolphins and harbor porpoise, beluga whales. And these were animals that swam in a section of the a shallow sea back in the day. So that's where we'll visit today. When we get to Brown Bank, we can imagine ourselves aboard a fishing vessel. So. There's a fishing technique that's employed to catch the flat fish that live along the bottom here. It's a beam trawl or mesh trawling technique. And this has been used in the North Sea going back to the Middle Ages. So it's been used a long, long time. And sometimes along with the fish, we find arrowheads and bits of pottery, mammal bones, both terrestrial and marine. And with the updating of the fishing techniques, so at, over time we've improved our fishing vessels and fishing fleets and their techniques, and they now collect more material as they modernize. So trolling over the sea bottom takes on average about an hour, so heading at five, six knots. Uh, the track length varies, so it's kind of a... 10 to 13 kilometer looping circle um, that produces the best material. So that's what we'll be doing today. So as we do our first pass along the bottom, we bring up some flounder and then a couple of vertebrate from uh, harbor porpoise, uh, Phoenicia, named by Cuvier in 1816. Then some beluga whale vertebra, so a little bit larger and very showy. And then some bottlenose dolphin vertebrae, which are sweet and fit in your hand, but are too big for you to wrap your hand around. As we pick through those uh, mesh nets to go through the fish and the fossils, um, the bottleneck vertebrae that we find and pull out looks just the same as the ones we find in the living bottlenose dolphins that live in our oceans today. So these guys first appeared back in the Miocene, so relatively recent, and they swam the shallow seas of this region. So we still find them in warm and temperate seas worldwide, 
and they're smart little duckers. They avoid the Arctic and the Antarctic Circle regions because they're very cold. And um, they haven't changed all that much. So the vertebrae look, you can tell from the density and the weight um, that you're holding something older, but the look of it on the surface looks very close to their modern relatives. As we look around at the other boats on the water today, it's a mix of recreational vehicles and fishing vessels, a couple of research vessels, a coast guard, um, some great big cruise ships going by, and some of those big oil tankers. So it's a busy, busy place. Last year, in May of 2019, there was a scientific expedition that we would have seen out here. So these were folks from Belgium and the United Kingdom, and they came out to do an 11-day exploration of both the site we're at today, Brown Bank, but a couple of other sites to dredge along the bottom and look for some interesting archaeologic evidence of homesteading and human habitation in this region thousands of years ago. So um, there's long been suspected that the Southern North Sea, which used to have a nice big plain area, was home to thousands of people. And, um, and those people would have been living and fishing and eating and hunting. Um, so they were out looking for some remains to see if they could prove this theory. Now, if you or I were aboard that uh, science expedition, we would have been looking for the Pleistocene and Miocene mammal materials. So whale and bison and mammoth um, would have been the interest, and they were interested in this material, but they were more interested in the archaeologic, so the, uh, the pieces that our human relatives left behind. And one of the reasons they were concentrating around the brown bank which if we're looking on a map, and I've put a little map on the Archaea blog um, that'll come up this coming week. So it's roughly 100 clicks or 100 kilometers east of Great Yarmouth and about 80 kilometers west of the Dutch coast. So in this deep section, the reason for the concentration of material and the great preservation is the great depth at which it's found. So less oxygen, lower in the water, so less decomposition. But the other reason is that until sea levels rose at the end of the last ice age, so around eight to 10,000 years ago, this whole section of land um, was connected. So there was a big chunk of land that connected the UK, so the United Kingdom, to Scandinavia and the continent. And we've long suspected that this region held thousands of people, so an area of intense habitation, because close to fishing and really good hunting. Over the past several decades, we've found a bunch of really interesting material, and they found more of this material on that um, expedition last year. So worked bone, stone, um, some human remains where people had been buried, uh, when it was um, not underwater and then the ocean had come in and sort of eroded away those top bits. We find, we find human remains, um, 
little buttons, um, some interesting tools and arrowheads. And this is all within that brown bank region and sort of moving out a little bit wider. So we now call this area Doggerland, which is actually a poetic little name for it. Um, but it's an excellent place to look for both mammal and human remains. I'll share some of the video footage from their expedition. So they were aboard the RV Belgica with a bunch of bells and whistles. They had echo sounders and uh, seismic tools. So they were able to take, um, so push sound against the bottom to get a, an idea of the topography and then use seismic material to look deeper into the sediment. So they had a huge number of um, tools at their disposal and they found a bunch of goodies, including um, some mammal and some human remains and some uh, pots and all the things that they expected to find. But they also found some wonderful molars and um, tusks and pieces that you and I would be interested in. So I'll, I'll share that video with you. And, uh, and we'll, I'll also share some other um, photographs of the, um, the mammal material found here in the vertebrae so I can, I can give you a, a glimpse of what can be found. Anyway, I hope you're doing well and I'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Thank you.